Okay. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our, what is this now? Um, third? Third real one. Yeah. Third real yeah. episode of what fresh heck is this? We are just living our best life over here. Happy. I don't know why I'm still giggling. I don't know. I'm just having a moment. I'm having a lot of moments, <laughs> but it's fine. Everything is great over here. Oh my Nashville. god! <laughs> um, happy Labor Day week. I don't know when they'll be listening to this. Oh, this but... is gonna go up later in the week. Sisters yeah, got some work to do. I'm like, <laughs> no, that's what I figured. But you know what? I hope we hope you had a great Labor Day, whatever you did. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What are we talking about today, Cam? We're talking about res life or residence life for those who <laughs> don't abbreviate. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, I feel like this has been, certain people have been waiting for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were very excited to um, not spill the tea about everyone because that would not be appropriate. No, that's um, not, it, that's that's not cool. For, we apologize, but we're trying to be professionals here. Um, yeah, we're not really here to be, like, petty yeah. or inappropriate in any way, really. Right. So, no tea spilling. No tea spilling. Yeah. Um, but we're, I guess, going to talk about, you know, how we were RAs and what we did, what, like, the best, hardest things about res life were. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So, do you want to give just a really quick background about your two years in res life, kind of mm-hmm. the different roles you filled. Yes, ma'am. Um, so I was, um, so Kimmy and I, I, I feel like if they've listened, if they've listened this far, they know that we were transfer students. So um, we lived in Bittner, which best dorm. Um, and so we lived on the transfer floor. We both applied res life I really wanted to work in Vintner just because that's like I really wanted to do first year students so first year could be either transfer students or freshmen um so I just call some first years um and then yeah so I my first year I got hired for Ohana which is the freshman um girls floor in Vintner um, I had a co-RA, she was, she was so kind, so great, um, and um, yeah, I had freshmen that year, they were great, it's crazy, because now they are going to be seniors, well, they are seniors, they're starting school tomorrow, um, and then um, my second year after that, I was in Grantham, which is a upper class dorm, um, could be sophomores, juniors, seniors, so I had a mix of all of those on my floor on Grand first. So, um, yeah, two very different experiences, extremely different. I went from a staff of six to a staff of nine um, in Grantham. So it was two very different experiences with residents and with staffs. Um, and just, like, overall, like, first-year experience is very different from upperclassmen. Um, but, yeah. Yes, and I kind of did the opposite, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we did. My first year, I was in an upper-class dorm. Um, It was just – I didn't have a co-RA. It was just me on my floor. My floor consisted mostly of 
sophomores at the time and I was a junior and I forget how many people were on my floor maybe like 30 mm-hmm. people on my floor mm-hmm. my first year so it was it was a really good number I had a great time it was wonderful I loved upper class stuff um and then my second year I was in the same first year dorm that Amy was in her first year and that we both lived in and I had a co-RA and we had a decent amount of residents I'm gonna say maybe 60 some probably 60 yeah there's a ton of people on I had like 55 in Bittner okay maybe it was like 50 something I can't remember but it was definitely significantly more more than I had had first year um and different from Amy and staff size I went from like a staff of seven to a staff of six so it wasn't that really wasn't a huge change um but yeah it was they were both great. Um, they're very, very different. Like Amy kind of said before, very, very different. But also, there's a lot of fun things about both types of floors. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those were – that's what we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to th- – okay. So I guess do we want to start off with like the best parts of res life or do we want to start off with the hardest first? I don't know. <laughs> Um, let's do a sandwich. Like, talk about some of the good okay things. Maybe we could even just talk about kind of what it looks like to be an RA mm-hmm. and the positive, and then maybe talk about some of the trickier things, and then yeah. wrap up with like the very best, like a breakup, a breakup little sandwich. You know, <laughs> breakup sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, do you? I, don't I can start out. Yeah, go ahead. Mind. Um, so basically, if you don't know what it's like to be an RA or kind of what's expected of you, I'm not even sure how I would really describe it. And to be honest, because I've been out of college for a year, I feel like I've forgotten some things. <laughs> it's kind of crazy because it was such a big part of my yeah. life in college. It just kind of gets blocked out. Yeah, I don't know. My It's a lot. My brain. I just don't have enough brain space for everything. Um, but basically, you live on a floor with other students residents of the building and you are kind of like yes it's an authority figure but it's also more of like a mentor position oh you're you just got kind of like robot-y oh okay it's better now you're fine i can hear myself though (laughs) so weird Oh no! Okay, it's okay now. I can't hear myself on you too. I don't know what the issue no. Is. I can't hear it now. I'm sorry. Technical okay. difficulties. Listen, um, that's the story of our lives. So <laughs> it really is. But yeah, so it's kind of like a mentor friend. You plan events for the floor. You're supposed to be a resource. You're kind of there to build relationships with residents um, and kind of just help them along. I feel like that's kind of it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. What would you add to that? It's been a while. So yeah. Like, I yeah. I think, yeah, because along with just, like, being there and listening, we also even just have, like, other responsibilities in the sense of, like, um, even just, like, maintenance of the floor. So, like, if mm-hmm. there's any issues, like, I was always putting in work orders um, for things, like, in the hallway or the bathroom. Um, yeah, just, like planning planning events and stuff just kind of like we're kind of responsible for creating like a community type feel on the floor I mean it's the residents like responsibility to respond to that like we can't make them come to things but um 
you know, we're responsible for at least trying to, what's the word? Um, like initiate or, mm-hmm. um, you know, like kind of start that. Um, and then like, there's just other, I mean, if you're an RA, you know what I mean, but there's just like a lot of other things that we do behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, that like we can't really say what it is um but like just you know like along with like checking in on residents and um just getting to know them supporting them and whatever they might need Um, and this will go throughout kind of I mean specifically your floor or section if your apartments or whatever mm -hmm. but you also are kind of trying to get to know and kind of keeping tabs on the Mm -hmm. the pulse of your building maybe Mm -hmm. is a good way we walk around the building we at Masai we have like visitation hours so we help enforce those you walk around the building just check up on the floors and yeah you're just kind of you're helping to care for all the students and the building and the community Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a really good way of looking at it yeah I never viewed it as like some people view RAs of like, oh, they're just like policing us. I never really viewed it like that. No, yeah. Because it, at least it's supposed to be a lot more of a caring thing. Yeah, like going on walk, because we call it like going on walk. Um, that was always like my favorite thing. And even as a resident, I loved when like the RAs would come on walk because they were always really nice and like they would talk to you and like you just kind of hang out. Like it wasn't. I mean, if you were doing something wrong, then, yeah, you probably wouldn't like that they were going on walk. But, like, I always enjoyed it just to, like, um, get to know, like, upperclassmen better. Um, and then as an RA, I just really enjoyed, like, like just getting to, like, the Bruderhof boys. Like, the freshman boys were so fun to talk to. And um, just getting to know different people that you might not otherwise meet on campus. Mm-hmm. It's definitely... It's definitely fun. And it's fun to go because you will go with one other RA as well. Mm -hmm. And that is really fun. It's a good time to catch up about their week and really be intentional with someone from your staff because staff is a very big part of the RA role, in my opinion. (laughs) Because it's kind of your home base. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think, yeah, we can get into that in a different way I guess but I think like staff was just one of the best parts for me of res life Mm -hmm. um, both years because it was just kind of like a little family you know you spend a lot of time together throughout the week and throughout the school year and it's just it's really really fun to me Um, yeah they're just very it's really great when they're supportive of you and you just feel like no matter what like resident issue you may be having or like just even just in general like yourself as a student like if you're having a rough time like they're always there to like kind of like pick you back up mm-hmm. it's kind of like having some built-in friends you know yeah <laughs> yeah it's like they're kind of forced to be friends with you it's great yes and it's super fun and I just both staffs I had they were wildly different um the dynamic <laughs> yeah. and like the culture and both and like they were both wonderful but they were very very different um mm-hmm. but something that was consistent with both of them was so much fun was had with both staffs and there's a lot of support there which is really Mm -hmm. really great yeah for sure yeah um I guess I would say I'm just trying to think of something like well I mean walk was really great something that I think was difficult about res life just in general um 
is at least personally for me, I'm very much a people pleaser. I'm, I'm an em, uh, I'm an enneagram too, so um, I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying like <laughs> I just <laughs> I just tend to be very much a people pleaser, um, and so especially oh well, I mean both years honestly, like when I was not like an emotion like a state of emotional health, I would. Um, a lot of times I would feel really guilty if I, like, I wasn't doing enough. Like, that's one thing that was hard for me. Like, because with homework and class, like, once you finished, you were done. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, res life, for at least just for me, it, it never felt like I was done. Like, there was always more that I could do. And, like, I remember there were different, like, parts of the year um, where I'd be, like, especially senior year, I'd be walking past different rooms and thinking, oh, my gosh, like, could have checked in with them today. Like I haven't like talked to them all week. Like, uh, like I just constantly felt like I wasn't doing a good enough job. Um, so that was really difficult. And just like having to like frame the mindset, um, that I did not have to be every, everything to everyone. Cause especially with my upperclassmen, they didn't really need or even necessarily always want me to be there. Like in the way that my freshmen were, um, so just kind of having to learn to balance um, like when I was actually needed and like not tying my job to my worth, um, which is very easy to do with res life, at least in my, um, at my, in my experience. Mm-hmm. I think I had a lot of RA guilt sometimes. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't- <laughs> because I always, like you were saying, I always was like, oh, I'm not doing a good enough job. I'm not there enough and especially my senior year I definitely like if I could go back in time I think I would do things differently just because that was such a busy time in my life and I don't know there I just felt like I didn't have enough time and I wasn't giving enough time to my floor but I think that's such a Mm. thing for RAs of just experiencing like just guilt about maybe I'm not doing enough job I'm not spending enough time with people but it's also tricky because, like you were saying, not everyone wants that relationship. And that was something that was really hard for me to learn, especially my first year because I was with upperclassmen. And there were some people on my floor, and they were wonderful and great. But, like, they just did not want to be my friend or, like, they didn't right. want to spend a lot of time with me. And that was totally fine. But I think I think it can be hard because you're just like, oh, but, but I want to have these relationships with you guys, or why don't you like me? And it's just kind of a thing of not everyone is going to want to be your best friend and not everyone is going to want to, like you won't get along perfectly with everybody, you know, and especially when you're an RA and maybe you have to enforce some things or quiet hours. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's really tricky sometimes. And I think for me, the hardest part of being an RA was just the enforcement of stuff because I don't love conflict but it's like Mm -hmm. this weird thing of I don't love conflict but I am a stickler for rules (laughs) yep Um, (laughs) so it's like a weird thing but that was just something my first year I remember the first time I had to ever address anything I called the RA who was the RA of the floor above mine and I was like, um, can you come with me? <laughs> I was just like, I am so nervous about this. And that was unfortunate because I did kind of create some problems in that particular relationship with that resident. Um, and that was just, it was so hard because it's like, I do not want to be that person always, you know? Mm-hmm. 
and I think <laughs> for me, something that I figured out over time is that you kind of just have to choose your battles. Yes. And I'm not saying don't enforce Messiah's community standards and all of that, but I think that you really do have to kind of gauge what you're going to get after and what you're not. Because if you were going to be a stickler and follow everything to a T, you would be all you'd be doing is addressing stuff like this. Like all you would be doing would be like, Hey, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. And I just do not like that. And I don't like being that person. And maybe some residents that might listen to this one day are like, but you were like that. (laughs) Uh, But I didn't want to be. And like, that was so hard for me to figure out. And it was just something that was so tricky. Cause like, I don't want to do that because then that places like a weird thing in the relationship. But I think, you have to look at it through the lens of I'm doing this ultimately for your good, for the good of the community, um, and to just try to help everyone the best we can. And that was definitely so, so hard for me was enforcing stuff. I mean, I did it. Like, I definitely enforced stuff, but it was tricky. I don't think anyone likes to be that person who's like, hey, you need to turn a light on. <laughs> because I, that had happened to me before like I've had always oh yeah call yep. me out for things or not call me out enough that happened to my our sophomore year sometimes um but I remember was it senior year or was it junior year I think it was junior year but like I was watching a movie with people and the role of messiah for those that don't know is like you have to have the door open how many two feet two 24 feet? inches listen I don't remember I really don't. At first, I thought it was 12 inches back in the day. Um, Two feet, and then you have to have a light on. It has to be just bright enough for you to read. That's what at least we used. That was Mm -hmm. our standard. And I remember I was watching a movie with people, and we had a light on, and I thought – and I was an RA at the time, and I was like, yeah, this is totally fine, guys. Like, we're not going to get in trouble. And then (laughs) RAs came on walk, and they came into the room, and we're like, you guys need to turn a light on. (laughs) And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) So I understand like that was also what made it so hard is because I totally understand what it feels like to be like called out (laughs) Mm -hmm. or and if you don't think it's justified it's just like what the heck like that's so rude (laughs) um but that was always like tricky for me at least and yeah going kind of going off with that like sometimes there's things that like I didn't necessarily, like, I wasn't bothered by, but I still had to, like, enforce, like, oh, yeah, doormats or doormats or <laughs> uh, that was the whole thing or uh, or even just, like, when people were, like, listening to music, like, I had a resident that would always, like, be playing her gospel music, uh, but I don't know why, especially in Grantham, sound just traveled, like, crazy. Oh, yeah, it's so and sometimes, like they wouldn't even realize that their music was loud and I would have to go say like, Hey, sorry, can you turn the music down? And it wasn't even like a thing of like, 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 I don't, it doesn't matter to me, but like in order to, you know, be like mindful of the other residents on the floor that might be studying or things like that. Like I had to, it kind of forced me to always be mindful of and considerate because we have to be considerate for everybody else. Um, of, you know what they might be doing even if I didn't always personally have any type of agenda towards what they were doing um right right because t- yeah. typically it's not even 
like noise is a thing like we have quiet hours and so that's something I would have I would have to enforce Mm -hmm. those years I remember a lot and that's something that is so hard because I know that the people being loud or whatever are not intending to disrupt anything right they're not trying to be whatever and so that was hard sometimes but but yeah like you said it's just kind of you have to think about the big picture my favorite memory of noise on a floor was when Cammy and I were watching something and all of a sudden you just hear like, I don't even know what it, it was just so loud. And people were like bouncing down her hallway <laughs> for no apparent reason. It was, um, these, it was boys that lived in the building. Boys are just, you know. It was funny, but it was one of those things where like, you can't be doing that. <laughs> like, like. What the heck? That was a what fresh heck moment. Let's be that. Real. That's true. That was. I'll have to uh, post that picture. Of there's a picture the that we took where yeah with a banana um, that we were taking a completely yeah yeah it was we were taking it because our friend had given us bananas for Valentine's Day from Lottie. She's a little cutie. <laughs> uh, it was so precious, and as we were taking the pictures is when they were bouncing down the hallway and we have a <laughs> candid of Cammy's face like what the heck of it just it's so authentic it's so funny I'm definitely posting that one for this episode because that is one is funny too good yeah um, things like that would happen and then my first year of being an RA I remember there was like all this noise and I look out and these guys that lived I want to say they lived in the in my building they were like wheeling down the hall in these like office chairs that they had taken from, <laughs> like study rooms or something oh and my I was God. like and they told their friends I yelled at them I did not yell at them I'm gonna maintain that for the rest of my life I've never yelled at a resident um oh <laughs> but God. I was just like you guys cannot be doing this they were just like what rolling it down in retrospect I might let them do it and just be like just get off my floor <laughs> Because it was kind of funny. (laughs) But I was just like, what the heck? Like, what is going on? (laughs) The craziest things can happen, which is so funny. Literally, you just have to expect the unexpected. There were so many things that I just was like, what in the world? But we had, wrestling was just so much fun. It was a lot of fun, for sure. Um, But I'm trying to think if there's anything else that was hard. I think just like balancing time with uh-huh. residents and schoolwork and staff and friends and yourself. I think that was something that was really tricky for me both years. I think I might have had a better handle on it my first year of being an RA, but it's definitely hard. It's funny because I feel like I had a harder time my first year and did it better my second year. Again, we're just opposite always I had freshmen my first year and like they are just naturally more needy in certain ways because they don't know anything about college and they don't know how like how the printer system works or like you know like how many dining dollars they need to not run out like within the first two months like different things like that so it's just I remember um, that hit our floor hard our sophomore year (laughs) yep yep but yeah, um, I feel that. So yeah, it's just it takes some it takes balance. Um but uh there's another thing I was gonna say, but I don't remember. 
with Liz. I don't know. I might come back to it if I think of it, but um, we can always talk oh, about it. Next I time. just thought about it. <laughs> okay, go for it. Um, just regarding like expectations for Res Life, I feel like it's very, and I feel like every every RA that I've talked to has had this experience where like when you're a resident, you just see all the like the glamour of Res Life and like all the fun things <laughs> that they have to do and the authority that they have, and it is um, great. It is, it truly is wonderful, but like, I think it really, you can have really high expectations of what it's going to be like for you or what your staff is going to be like. And that was definitely something that like hit me like a hammer uh, in different ways, both years of just like having like different expectations for things that like, I just not that I need to like lower my expectations, but like but maybe just I don't don't have, have like, yeah. high standards for people that are not myself or, you know, just even just like, or not even like standards, but like, yeah. just don't let people be who they are. Like don't try okay. to get something from them that they're not, you know, right. Like let your experience be what it is because it doesn't have to be like everyone else's. It, yeah. And like my first year, I felt like there was a lot of comparison between like different staffs and stuff of just like mm-hmm. um you know pe- like people's like experiences which was just hard cuz like i'm just trying to figure everything out right myself, right you know? i agree um but yeah so that <laughs> i don't know why i just blanked <laughs> um but expectations i would definitely say is a big deal of mm-hmm. maybe not go in without, and again, it's hard to do anything without expectations at all. Uh-huh. But I think sure. try to just let it be what it is because I think so much of your time can be spent being like, okay, but I want it to look like this person, or like, why is it not like this? Or da 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 da. Because I think I could have easily done that between my first and second years of res life of being mm-hmm. like, my staff is nothing like my first staff. And <laughs> I loved my first staff. Like, I definitely did that to a certain extent too, which yeah. isn't good, but like... And it's hard not to. You, I mean, you can only go off of what your experience was in the past too. So it's like, it's right. tricky. But I think it's just part of getting older and like maturing and stuff. Yes. You kind of just let yeah. things be what they are and don't try to fit it into the same box and shape. Like do not try to put these different people and dynamics into the mm-hmm. same thing because it's not going to be the same at all like my first year of being an RA we had one two four four seniors and my second year we had one senior me (laughs) and like that was just one thing that was different and then my first year we had four guys and the second one we had two guys it's just like you can't expect it to be the same because it's going to be so different yeah and I think kind of like what you were saying our first year like seeing the staff in our building you only see, like, the fun public side, you know? And I'm not yes. saying that, like, there's this dark private side of no, it. No, no. Like, we all do get along. Right. <laughs> there's but, no issues with that. But as with any human relationships and human dynamics, it's not always this shiny, perfect, haha, fun thing. And that doesn't make it not amazing and great and wonderful. But it's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, haha, we love going on walk staff. Like, it's always just so fun, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like there's so much more to it and there's so much more depth to relationships which is also part of like the greatness of it is because mm-hmm. there's this stuff that you don't see and these discussions that happen in staff time and 
you have an amazing RD who mentors you oh, and I you go so about deep that. with. Yeah, but I think oh. we can talk about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just want that. Yeah. For those who don't know, we're going to record this in two parts. <laughs> yeah. So this is like the first half. Yeah, so this is the first half. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll come back. And we'll pick it up. We can probably pick it up at the same spot, even if we have some more things to talk about. Yeah. In that. Yeah, that's but. fine. Okay. All right. Stay tuned for part two of this. Uh, and it's just going to be, um, I'm going to just put it all into one episode. So it's fine. You can just put some like funny music in between, like in the big blue cast, how they like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. going by, and then we'll like it's something just, funny. And back. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So we will be back. Well, for you, it'll be like a second. A for second. us, we'll see. <laughs> it'll be it'll be a while, maybe. Yes, I don't know. We'll probably. Okay. Okay. All right. Talk to Bye. you soon. To do like a fake hello. With yeah. Yeah, we should do that. I think okay. you should start <laughs> off with me saying the asking you if we should do a fake hello, like what I just did like ten seconds ago. Um, I hate myself. That's so cringy. I hate <laughs> but I feel like that's very me. Anyway, okay. Okay, hello. hi everybody. We're back, and we just spent like four minutes trying to remember what we talked about last time so clearly so we're clearly we're like organized our lives are together and we feel great (laughs) my life is so together Um, Listen. (laughs) so we're gonna talk about first i think we're gonna talk about um what kind what it kind of takes to be a good ra and this is not a what is that word like a a list that is Oh, geez. I can't. What you're saying. <laughs> We're not, this like, not I don't know a, if you're like, trying to say this. a complete list. No, comprehensive. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Okay. I couldn't, but now I can. <laughs> We're having so many issues. Okay, I think I'm it's fine. it out. It's like when I cover, you know how... We're recording this on our phones. And you know how sometimes your screen will go dark if you cover, like, the top of the, of the thing where you near the camera? Mm-hmm. I think I did that, and it did that. That's funny. Dang. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't hear you. But now we're here. Okay. Yeah, so it's not a comprehensive list. And also, this isn't to say that we were, like, perfect RAs because we no, were we not. Didn't. But these are just some things that we feel like are important. would be helpful. Are important, too. Yes. Um, so do you want to start out? Sure. Um, so <laughs> I think one thing that you really need to have is integrity because you are, mm. especially at Messiah, because you're kind of enforcing the community covenant. But like, I feel like if you don't have integrity, it's very obvious and none of your residents are going to, and this it might seem kind of harsh, but, like, none of your residents are going to want to listen to you if you're not even, like, willing to, st- like, live to the same standards that they're called to live to, uh, which is how it is with anything, like, in ministry or with, um, like, teaching, li- literally everything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think just having integrity is incredibly important. I've 
seen situations where like it just has been lacking and like has definitely just been difficult um and yeah I think integrity is just I feel like I can't I just keep saying the same thing over and over essentially integrity is really important to res life if you're going to be a good RA you need to have some sort of backbone spine of moral character I think integrity is just important all the time in every yes. area of life. And I think you made sense. So. Thank you. Good. Um, <clears throat> another thing that I think it would take to be a good RA. Wow, I really should have put a little bit more thought into this. Because I'm like, huh, what do I think is important? <laughs> um, but I think being open to change and growth wow. is key. Um, because it, I think if you do it well, it's a very growing and stretching and challenging thing in a good way. And I would say that being part of it was a really big reason why I grew so much in college. I but. think I realized what we were going to talk about. We were going to talk about ways that we grew. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, sorry. I should I feel like we kind of planned that anyway when we met when we talked before this time. We were like, let's talk about things that we like learned and like grew from it. <laughs> so no, I know, but I I don't know why that just seemed like such a big thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, you're fine. But yes, um, I confirmed that. I think yeah, you have I, to be open to growing. I think it was a catalyst for a lot of growth in my life. Um and I think that like the Lord really used that experience and the people around me and residents and just the challenges of it to really help shape me and sanctify me and grow me. Um, because both years I was surrounded by people that were different from me, but like all, I don't know. It's just, it's really good to be around people that are really different and you might experience conflict, but you all have the same like heart for things. I don't know. It's like, it's, I would say for me, it was one of the better situations to go through conflict because it's such a safe place to experience that. Like, um, you're kind of in this place where they almost like it's good to have con- conflict in a sense because mm-hmm. they want you to learn how to grow together. There is. Um, I think of, what was it, the, it was Wendell's, uh, like, The Loft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had, like, the seminar where we, I forget all of it, we, or my staff used to always reference it, but it was, like, um, forming. Oh, the stages of group formation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, like, forming, storming, norming, and then adjourning. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But we would always. (laughs) My first year um, in res life, we'd always just say, oh, we're storming, we're storming, when anyone would say anything that, like, opposed anybody else. (laughs) as like, a joke. Um, But that's, like, the natural part of working together is, like, having conflict. And I think that just travels into, you know, how you are going to, like, act as an RA. Because there's going to be conflict. We literally go over um conflict resolution with like roommate stuff so Mm -hmm. and I think that when you're in any like 
I really don't think that conflict is avoidable. Like, I think that if if your relationship is truly deep and it's truly a situation where you know someone and know them well, you're going to experience conflict. It's just a matter of learning how to deal with it in a mature and Christ honoring and honoring the other person. Like, it's just a matter of learning how to do it that way. And I think that Res Life does a really, really good job of trying to teach you how to look at conflict in a way that doesn't make it a you versus them kind of situation, mm-hmm. which I think is so, so harmful, that kind of mindset. And it just taught me a lot of you can disagree and you can have conflict, but that doesn't make them it, – it doesn't necessarily say something about them and who they are because, like, we're all image bearers, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that it taught me that really, really well. You got to use those I messages. Yes, I feel. <laughs> I feel this mm-hmm. But that's super healthy, though, because even if you think like, and I guess I'm digging way too deep into this, but whatever it is, like if you have friends, if you have roommates, if you get married, whatever, like that's a healthy way to deal with things instead of being like, you suck. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, it's just a lot healthier to be like, hey, when this happened, I felt this way. So it's just putting it on you right but yeah (laughs) no that's that's really good I think that is one of the biggest things I learned how to deal with especially honestly my second year Mm -hmm. just having to confront situations of residents or um even just like with friends was it just gave me a lot of practice right so what other things do you think, kind of segueing away from that for now, um, what else do you think is really key in being, like, a good RA? Hmm. I'm trying to think because <laughs> I didn't think this through at all. Oh, either. okay. I'll say something because it just popped into my head. Yeah. But this was super important for me and especially my junior year. I was really good about it junior year. Not as good about it senior year. But um, – <clears throat> self-care <laughs> and not to ha- be the like the buzzword that it is that everyone's always talking about self-care but I just mean it doesn't have to be anything specific but just making sure that you are in as healthy a space as you can be because if you are not you're not going to treat people well you're not going to do your job well and it's just not going to go super great for you mm-hmm. so like something simple I would do I think it was Fridays like I had I don't even remember what my class schedule was, but I, my junior year, I would like go off campus for a little while and just like do something by myself or sometimes with a friend just so that I felt recharged and like, like myself and healthy. And I just think that's so important to do something. It could even just be for like a tiny bit of time per week, but making sure you're just taking time out to take care of yourself because it's really easy to get caught up in school, to get caught up in being an RA, to get caught up in, like, your staff, your friends, whatever. And it's just important to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. So whether that just be, like, you go to a coffee shop and you read your Bible for a little while or you listen to a podcast and go for a walk, like, it doesn't – it can be whatever it looks like for you to feel rejuvenated and refreshed. But I just think that was something that is really, really important. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. That was something – it's funny because I feel like we've 
flip-flop in a lot of ways because my first year um I had first years and (laughs) I just did not do self-care well I was constantly with them just never like making time for myself almost every spare second was spent like talking to them or them being in my room um things like that which it's nothing against them because I didn't put up those boundaries so then later in the year um when there would just be people walking in when I had my door closed or like different things like that it was very difficult for me to then be like well no I actually need to study or I really need to be alone right now and so it kind of they kind of learned that if my door was closed like I wasn't available, Mm -hmm. Um, but it definitely was something that I definitely had to learn the hard way. So would you say boundaries would be your thing that's important? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, I think kind of going off of that, um, of the self-care, just having boundaries. Boundaries are just hard for me as a person anyway, but particularly um, in that aspect of self-care, just because... I it's not that I don't want to hang out with people all the time I really do but it's learning what my limit is and Mm -hmm. kind of sticking to that and I think I learned the hard way what my limit was when I like burnt out in October (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah but yeah nice um do you have anything else to add to this like what you think is important I would say this kind of sounds silly but like don't take yourself too seriously um that's true (laughs) it's so true you're not the hottest thing in the world you are i'm sorry like i'm so sorry and like we've all been there we've all been there i often wonder what res life is like at other schools i think it's different because messiah it's just like a small school yeah because at messiah it's like you're the cool cat like you like I'm an RA <laughs> yeah like uh, <laughs> it is kind of I get that it which like it's fun the fact that it's like that but it's also like kind of weird like it's you're literally you're serving other people it's not it's not all about you and I think if you go into it thinking this is all about me or like you just take yourself really seriously like oh everybody like bow down to what I have to say that kind of mentality it's not going to go well for you Uh, because you're not, you're going to have residents that don't want to put up with that. Um, And it's, it's not about you. You shouldn't be going into res life with that mentality or with the mentality of like um, caring so much about your image or what people think of you. Cause ultimately you're going to have some residents that don't like you for some reason for enforcing quiet hours or, you know, busting the alcohol that they have in their room you know just something like that Mm -hmm. there's if you're so worried about how you are perceived um you're not gonna make a good RA yes which kind of goes back to integrity I feel like yes if I could like make a cheesy saying out of it I'm not even a saying but like something that came to my mind is just like use it as a way for, like, connection and compassion versus, like, currency. Like, don't use it as yes. social currency. Like, use yes. it as a way. It can be so good because I think, like, I connected to so many people 
across campus because of it, um, because they were also in it. And it, like, that was so amazing. And I love that. But don't use it as like status. Right. Because yeah. then you're in it for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. Which like, it can be so easy to do for anything. Oh, um, but yeah, I think that's, that's good. Yeah, for sure. And also, so, oh, go I ahead. was going to say, like, this isn't really, like, an extra point, but just learning to be flexible with how anything goes, because four events never go as you plan. Uh, <laughs> that is true. And just um, when people show up, like, 15 minutes late to their checkout for the end of the year, mid-year, it's great. It's great. Things happen. Be flexible, yeah. You know, life happens. Like, life happens to you. It happens to them. Being gracious is is key. Yeah. yeah. It's very key. Um, okay. Do you feel comfortable segueing into our last of, thing? Yeah, of course. Of what we learned from it mm-hmm. or came out, like, how we grew from it. I feel like we already kind of touched on things, like, um, learning to address conflict. We talked about. Um, but... Let me see. What else do you think, like, you learned? Hmm. I think a big one for me really was the self-care. Um, and I'm trying to think of how to word. Just such a big part of it was... I don't know how to just, this was particularly important to me, not just in res life, but res life was kind of the reason why I learned this. My second year, I lived across campus from all my friends Mm -hmm. uh, in uh, a different dorm and um, then like, or the different complex as the rest of them, uh, which North Complex is actually the superior complex now that I've lived there. Uh, (laughs) I do agree. (laughs) As far yeah, uh, as far as location, it's superior. Um, yes. But but I think I just learned that I can't rely on people to be my source of like support and community without first relying on God to like fill me up. Because I I think that was an issue for me both years. Is the first year I went in with this like rose-colored glasses view that like I was just gonna make all these friends and I wasn't ever gonna be lonely again because I was in this life um and that wasn't true and then the second year I think I was so jaded from the fact that that wasn't true which and that's not to say my staff was amazing I love them I miss them all uh, but my second year I think I was just more jaded um for a lot of reasons just about res life and not even really about res life but just about like college in general um and I kind of distanced myself from people uh, but that was kind of the vessel that I learned that like I really could only depend on God to fill up my need for community um and he could of course use people to fill that need um but it was important that I went to him first with that worth and um to like you know find my worth and um sustain me through that Mm -hmm. i think that's good that's true 
you definitely have to learn to rely on him through I mean in general but I think that was definitely emphasized right in Ra's life um I think similar to that kind of something that I really came out of it with was just like I had said before it was just a catalyst for so much growth and so much movement and working of the Lord in my life um like I can honestly say it was one of the things that probably helped to shape me the most to becoming who I am Uh and I think it just really throughout both years of it I think a lot of like my struggles and my hurts and my whatever's like came to the surface through this experience because you're having all this time with your team and you're having these one-on-one times with your RD who's like basically your mentor and you're digging into things that are deep and that are hard and it can just really bring out a lot of stuff and Hmm. They also just provided a lot of ways to, like, grow through that and provide a little support. And I don't know. I just really feel like through the two years that I spent in it, the Lord really, through Res Life, like, brought me to almost, like, to a clear vision of who I am in Him and who I can be in Him. Mm-hmm. And I really just feel like, like I said, but I keep saying, it just really – brought me to this point of starting to really work through a lot of things and look to him for my source of just identity because I think things I struggled with both years is like finding my place knowing who I am and not being not comparing myself to people and trying to become them but really I had to wrestle with like who am I and being okay with that. And I'm not saying I'm 100% there because I'm I'm not all the time, but it really helped me become so much more not even just confident, but like ready to give it to the Lord. And it's a process, but I think it was really started and a lot of things helped shape that during my time in Res Life. Thanks to, you know, the ways that the Lord moved through people to influence my life. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like in a way, like Res Life puts you on display in a sense where you mm. you are the role. Like the, my RD would always, my first RD, he would always say, like you're kind of the role model of the floor. Like you're supposed to be the ideal, re- like resident in a sense where they 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 look to you to know how to be in a sense not that I mean not that you're not you know you're perfect or anything but just like in the way that you conduct yourself and in general and so kind of realizing that I needed to have that not only just with you know my residents but like the choices I was making in res life were the choices that of the person I was becoming. I think you start to realize that in general when you're in college, like, oh, these choices that I make, and even mm-hmm. more so in post-grad, like how we meant Oh my goodness, yeah. Um, but I kind of forget where I was going this with this, but um, I just think that you, what was, <laughs> where was I going with this? Uh, <laughs> I'm a mess. Um, I, think, I think you're just trying to say that, like, 
it just makes you have to decide who you're gonna be kind of Mm -hmm. yes yes and you don't really have a, I mean, you you can make mistakes for sure. A hundred percent, yes. But, which we for sure did. But I think it just forces you to grow up a little bit and take some responsibility. Yeah, and I think like what you said at the beginning of that, of just like, I think that it's really forcing you to be very vulnerable. Um, especially like for me, I think, I think the parts that like really brought that out were, again, my one-on-ones with both the RDs I worked for mm-hmm. just really forced a lot of vulnerability in ways that I'd never been vulnerable before. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can honestly say, yeah, I had never been so vulnerable, vulnerable up until that point in my life. And it was just crazy. And like, I was reflecting on this this week, um, just kind of like me in high school versus me even just my senior year of college, like, that's only a couple of years difference, like, four years, but it was just wild, like, how much change had occurred, and res life was such a big part of that, because I had never had conversations like that, I'd never had people asking the type of questions that they were asking, yeah, and really digging into things and going below the surface, and it was insane, like, it was just wild to me for that, to be occurring and I'm so much better for it and like now I love getting to that point with people I love that and I'm so much better about opening up and being honest with people and I I just really think that without it I mean I'm sure that if like the Lord would work through other things but especially through Res life it really just it helped me to learn how to open up and to show people the good and the really bad Mm-hmm. And I think that that is so important because we are not meant to keep things hidden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it it was so, especially staff time and one on ones were such a great catalyst for showing us how to have deep conversations with people our age. Right. The RDs do a really good job of kind of facilitating deep conversations. Such a good job. Good grief. Yeah. I know. But you read life, and I'm like, thanks. I'm like, wow, it was great. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Yeah, it really, really was. All right, are you ready for your what fresh heck moment of res life? Um, I have two that I thought of right off. The okay, you should go because I didn't think of this. Okay, all right, my first one. <laughs> this is kind of like actually more serious, but um. <laughs> The day after uh, Carousel Night, which we mentioned in the first um, half of this episode, which is, like, um, when the RAs kind of go through the first step of, like, the, the initial, like, um, application process. Um, it's basically group interviews. But anyway, um, after Carousel Night, when I was already an RA, uh, we, it was RA Appreciation Day. So we met in my RD's apartment. And he told us he was leaving in, like, two weeks. Uh, so that wasn't ideal. And that literally, we were all just like, what? Um, so that was, like, sad. But, I mean, it ended up, we got Mal. So she was incredible. Um, they were all wonderful. Um, and then my second one is definitely more funny. Um, the second year, we 
we go on like student leadership retreat (laughs) and our second year I actually was reminded of this because I was looking through my pictures and we went to this camp we didn't go to the one that we normally go to we went to this camp and it was definitely more like rustic (laughs) um and there wasn't like it was very like parent trap vibes for some reason but there was no like wall uh, not wall there was no um door to the bathroom and so i'm looking at the picture that i took right now because i was just shook by it but you would just walk in the bathroom it was like a little extra spot and there was a sink and then there is a like a shower curtain and that's where uh the toilet was I forgot so, about that. And it was just, and we had no soap in when we got there. Like, there was no soap by the sink. So I think we used somebody's hand sanitizer the whole weekend. But, um, yeah, not, that was more of just, like, we were really, that was a source of bonding. Just because it was not what we were expecting at all. <laughs> I don't think they're ever going back there. I think they'll always make sure they actually get the right date. <laughs> <laughs> it was I mean they tried their best everyone yeah. tried their best <laughs> oh yeah for sure for sure but it, it was just, not ideal it was just like going from the other camp to this we were like what in the world I do remember that I was like oh <laughs> this is different yeah um okay I really like I don't know why but I'm just struggling to think of something the only thing I could think of was it was the first night my junior year of being an RA, like the residents had just moved in. It was the first night. Oh, I thought of one other thing I could share after this. Um, and I lived like my room was next to our RD's apartment. And then there was like the rest of the hall. And then my RD's apartment was like in the middle. And then there was like the rest of the hall and there's bathrooms on either end. So it was the first night and I'm like getting ready for bed. Cause like my roommate had moved in, like we were talking, da, da, da. we had classes the next day, super chill, whatever. And I get a text from my RD being like, hey, can you tell the girls in the bathroom to, like, quiet down? And I was like, dang it. And it was, like, on the opposite end kind of of, like, I lived kind of closer to one end of the hall than the other. And so I hadn't really heard anything. And I go in, and I'm, like, I'm so nervous because I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't want them to hate me for telling them to be right. quiet, but I also need to do this because, like, my RD told me, and I'm a rule follower and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so I open up the bathroom door, and I'm not kidding you. There's so many girls in the bathroom. Like, look, basically, I've the, never heard this story. <laughs> basically, like, the entire end of the hall was, like, in the bathroom. Oh, my And God. they were just, like, doing face masks. It was the most pure and wholesome thing that they could have been doing. They were so cute. And I was like, hey, guys, like – can you just maybe like keep it down a little bit? <laughs> and it was like, so it was like, we look back and like laugh because like that, I loved that floor so, so much. I love both of my floors, but um, it, it's just like really funny. Cause I can laugh about it with them. Like when I see them and talk to them, right. but it was just such a like, Oh gosh, like what is going on? And it was just like the most wholesome thing. Um, and that, cause they had all lived like with each other kind of like the year before, like they were all really good friends. And so it was just so cute and, wholesome um and then the second thing was also for my junior year and I forget what had even happened I think someone had come to me and been like um there's like solo cups in the trash can in that same bathroom and I was like oh no like oh my gosh I do not want to deal with this because I 
I hate stuff like that because I'm like I don't really want to deal with it with you like you don't really want to either (laughs) um so I go in and like on this end of the hall like I had known I think I knew everyone on that end of the hall pretty well at this point and I was like no way like who is it come on like there's no way and so not that sounds like I'm accusing the other end of hall of like drinking I'm not (laughs) it's just like in this context I was like I don't think first of all anyone is doing this let alone like these people you know um and so I go and sure enough there were little like red solo like shot cups in the trash and so I'm like oh no and I like pick them up and I'm like smelling them to be like was there alcohol in here (laughs) and I I pick it up and I go around and I start knocking on doors I've never heard this story either (laughs) and I go like is this your cup (laughs) to people and then I get to this one room um with these two girls and I'm like hey guys like is this your cup or like do you know whose this is and they're like yeah that's ours and I was like what I was like uh okay and they're like oh oh no 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 no, like we're just playing like a game (laughs) and it turned out to be like legitimately nothing but like I think I'd even texted like my RD I was like hey I found this like cup like I don't know what's going on and I was like knocking asking people and I was like oh my gosh no like I don't think anyone could do this on this floor I'm like they're all angels (laughs) um and it was just like the most innocent thing but it's so funny because as soon as I asked them they're like yeah like those that's ours like what what (laughs) yeah so funny but it was funny again another like wholesome situation like it was totally chill but yeah (laughs) those are my stories oh my gosh I'm so surprised I didn't hear I've never heard either of those yeah, I'm like, maybe I have some secrets. Oh, I know you like to keep secrets. <laughs> Knowledge is power for Kimmy. It is. I am, like, a little secretive. But also, you like, are... not at all. Yeah, but you, like... I'm not... <laughs> I just feel like you, you enjoy having, like, knowing something that someone else does not know. But you also... <laughs> So you That's also true. Will overshare at the drop of a hat. So it's like, <gasps> ouch. No, not in like a, like, oh my God. no, I know what you're saying. Like you'll I know just you're like, saying. you just want to tell everything. So it's like I can either be like a like kind of closed off and guarded, or I can be like, hey, do you want to know everything about me? Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Let me tell you exactly how I'm feeling about this. Like there were so many conversations, like so many times where we would sit down the Falcon and you'd be like, guess what just happened and like we would just hash something out i really do just like to i like to know things like i really like to know things you do it's it it's, gives you a sense of security i think that's why i think so it's a blessing and a curse because sometimes i like have an ability to like find out anything which is like sometimes really good and sometimes really bad but then but. When you can't have the ability to know something you like don't know what to do about it listen when i Oh, and I feel like I faced this so much recently. But when I don't know what's going on inside of someone else's head, I'm like, well, I'm going to lose my mind really quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yep. I just am like, what are you thinking? Like, da da da. And then it just it goes bananas crazy. But Res Life helped and didn't help me with that because I would always be like, what's going on? Like, ooh, I want to know everything. And like with hiring, <laughs> when hiring season would happen, we would just like, we would ruminate on that. Sometimes we would, like, I would get so tired of it, and I just knew that's what the conversation was going to be. 
I okay. It's funny because like I would too, which I think is funny. But but I wish just the I, way it was. I just there was nothing else. Yeah, we really didn't have a lot of other things other to talk was about there too. Like because our other friend didn't always know what was going on, so then we'd have to be like, "This is what's going on." Like it just was funny. Let me just fill you in really quick. Yeah. That's funny. But anyways, those were our stories. Yeah. We hope so. you have enjoyed this episode of What Fresh Heck Is This? Mm-hmm. Stay about- tuned for our next one, which is going to be about singleness. Because we oh. are the singlest sisters in the world. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, a lot of people are like the same level. But I'm like, mm, I think we're up there. Um, there. Like I, I feel like I'm, I'm ascending the top of the list. But, anyways, all joking aside, that is what we're going to talk about next time. Um, what should they do? They should follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Um, let us know what else you want to hear about. I think it's going to do singleness, and then spiritual growth will probably be the next, mm-hmm. like after that one. So yeah pretty pumped about that yeah it'll be good so stay tuned we never know you never know when we're gonna drop one because we never know either so (laughs) we really don't ever know it's always a surprise it's like yeah you want to do it okay (laughs) yes but anyways thank you to whoever might listen Mm -hmm. we appreciate you a lot yes yes indeed so okay goodbye bye